It's January 9th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to the BBC, nearly 90% of people in Henan, China's third most populous province, have now been infected with COVID, local health officials say. Principal official Khan Quan Chung revealed the figure amounting to about 88.5 million people at a press conference. China is battling an unprecedented surge in cases after abandoning zero COVID policies in December. Mr. Khan did not specify a timeline for when all the infections happened, but as China's previous zero-COVID policy kept cases to a minimum, it's likely the vast majority of Henan's infections occurred in the past few weeks. According to official data, just 120,000 people in the country of 1.4 billion have been infected, and 30 died since the shift in the policy. Al Jazeera is reporting that dozens of people have demonstrated in front of a prison in the Iranian city of Karaj amid reports that two more men could soon be executed in cases linked with Iran's ongoing protests. Multiple videos posted online showed a crowd gathered in the early hours of Monday in front of the prison in Karaj near Tehran in an effort to prevent the executions of 22-year-old Mohammad Gobadlu and 19-year-old Mohammed Baragani. The families of the two men were also among the crowd. Gobadlu was sentenced to death for allegedly running over several members of the security forces with his car and killing one. In court, Gobadlu cited a history of mental illness, but a state psychologist testified that he was aware of his actions. Boragani was convicted of Moharaba, or waging war against God for allegedly using a knife to kill a member of the security forces. According to Deutsche Welle, authorities in Nigeria's southern Edo state on Sunday announced that unknown armed gunmen had kidnapped at least 32 people in an attack at a local train station Saturday afternoon. The Edo governor's office said the attack occurred at around 4 p.m. when men with AK-47 assault rifles attacked a group of people waiting for a train to the oil town of Wari in Delta State. Several people were also reported to have been injured when gunmen opened fire during the attack. The Federal Transportation Ministry called the attack utterly barbaric. The Nigerian Railway Corporation promptly closed to the station following the attack. The AP reports that German investigators on Monday searched two garages used by an Iranian man arrested on suspicion that he could be planning an attack with deadly chemicals. The 32-year-old suspect and his 25-year-old brother were detained on Saturday night following a tip from U.S. security officials. Authorities say the men are suspected of planning a serious attack motivated by Islamic extremism, for which at least one of them had allegedly sought to obtain the potent toxins cyanide and ricin. A court in Dortmund on Sunday evening ordered the pair kept in custody 
pending a possible indictment, prosecutors in Dusseldorf said in a statement. They are suspected of conspiracy to murder, a charge that can carry a prison sentence of 3 to 15 years. Today, we're bringing into focus the attack on Brazilian democracy from over the weekend. Yesterday, supporters of former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, who refused to accept his election defeat, stormed Congress, the Supreme Court, and the presidential palace a week after the inauguration of his leftist rival, President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. Thousands of demonstrators bypassed security barricades, climbed on roofs, smashed windows, and invaded all three buildings, which were believed to be largely vacant on the weekend. Hours went by before control of the buildings on Brasilia's vast Three Powers Square were re-established, with hundreds of participants arrested. Bolsonaro has been laying the groundwork for this for months. He claimed for months that the election was rigged even prior to voting because of Brazil's use of electronic voting machines and cast aspersions on his opponent for serving time in jail for corruption, a sentence which was recently annulled by the Brazilian Supreme Court. Following his narrow defeat in October, Bolsonaro did not concede and has instead left Brazil for Orlando. Since the election, Protesters have been begging the military to step in and have blocked roads with barricades. Bolsonaro said he supported peaceful protests inspired by feelings of injustice in the electoral process. Both the disinformation spreading around the country and the protests were supercharged by social media. So what comes next? President Lula issued an emergency decree until January 31st that allows the federal government to take any measures necessary to restore order in the capital. Brazilian Governor Ibanez Roca fired the security chief of the capital, Anderson Torres, who was previously Bolsonaro's justice minister. The Office of Brazil's Attorney General said it had asked the Supreme Court to issue arrest warrants for Torres and all other public officials responsible for acts and omissions that led to the unrest. Investigations are underway to see who else may be held responsible for the attack, though the hundreds arrested on Sunday will also need to be tried and found guilty. Leaders from around the world have condemned the attacks, but the question of how to support democracies abroad in the future remains open. In lighter news from the UPI, police in Saskatchewan, Canada, are reminding residents not to abuse the 911 emergency line by revealing some of the most unusual calls of 2022, including calls about clogged drains and unwanted voicemails. RCMP Saskatchewan released its list of the top 10 non-emergency calls that missed the mark in 2022 by being placed to 911 including a caller who requested assistance deleting a voicemail from their phone, a caller whose bathtub drain was clogged, and a caller who used the emergency line to avoid being put on hold in a request for paperwork. Other calls included a caller that reported that their roommate had eaten their takeout order, a caller reported a hostile cat in their neighborhood, a caller reported they were out of milk, 
and a caller reported that swallowing a mosquito had caused them to choke and lose their dentures. Police are reminding citizens to use 911 only in the case of an emergency. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.